0: Hello and welcome to The Watchman Watchers, a podcast covering HBO's Watchmen, brought to you by the Fan Critical Podcast Network.
1: Yay. It
0: is finally here. Contain your excitement even more, please, Yay. boys. Uh, the pilot episode titled It's Summer and We're Running Out of Ice, directed by Nicole Cassell and written by my boy, Damon Lindelof. Today, mm. I'm joined by my fellow, very ecstatic, Minute Men. Uh, because of course we are the three minute men. Uh John. Hello there. And Gareth. Hello, mate. How are you both doing? You alright? Or are you asking first? I want to ask you first, John. You alright? How you
1: been keeping, mate? Do you know what? I'm keeping alright. That's good. Yeah, and that's that's the end of that. That's the so... end of that. Gareth,
2: how are you keeping over there? You're in Australia. For any listeners that don't know, Gareth is a Australian resident. How are you doing, mate? Australian man. I, well, I'm not an Australian man. Don't I don't own a cork hat. So it can't be. Um, I'm very well. Listen to his accent. Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, that's good, mate. Well, I know we've been very excited about this uh, series for a long time at the, you know, the fan critical gang. I'm very excited to cover this show. Sound it. Well, I am, mate, to be honest with
2: you. It's (laughs) been a long week. Can we we turn up the enthusiasm uh, dial? Yeah, let's dial it up. Let's. Let's dial it up. I'll, mm. I want to know.
1: No, the last time we played around with a dial, we went all slow. Didn't that we? is true.
0: Do not touch the dials <laughs> during a live record. We learned that the hard way. John, mm. you're a big Watchman fan, and anyone that has heard our preview <laughs> podcast knows you're foot ten. <laughs> knows you're a big <laughs> knows you're a big Watchman fan, and knows that Gareth is the the Shonley in this experiment. Mm. He doesn't five, know four. any of yeah, and he is very short. Well, five, eight. Five, eight, which is average height. So carry on. <laughs> But yeah, John, you're very excited. Talk to me. Talk to me about this pilot episode. What are your initial <coughs> impressions? And for Ooh. anyone listening for the first time, could you explain our very own patented mm. uh, rating system? Trademarked. Trademarked fact.
1: Uh, we we rate everything in blueberries. So mm. uh, delicious. What a delicious Zero idea. to five. Mm. Mm, delicious. Zero to five blueberries, um, but there can be no half blueberry. Yep,
0: yeah, harsh but fair
1: scale. So an example of a five blueberry would be Once um, Upon a Time in Hollywood.
0: Or Avengers uh, Endgame.
1: Or Avengers, well, not Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War, definitely. Correct, yes. Um, yes. You know, Endgame, that's up for debate. Yeah. Uh, zero bloobs would be Leo the Lion. Um, um,
0: the Predator got a one. The
1: Predator did get a one, yeah. yeah so, Terrible film. Yeah, so there you go. Um, I am going to score it straight off the bat.
0: Ouch. Go. Um,
1: this is a tough one. It is, isn't This it? is a tough one. It is hard. Um, do you know what? He's going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to give it
0: five blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I could sense it. I could see the little twinkle in his eye. Um, and, and for anyone listening, John, you're, you're, you're the more negative member of the group mm, usually. Yeah. The more realistic. So grumpy, imagine what we're going to say. Go yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> seven out of ten. What? <laughs> what's it's better than five. No, that's not how scales work. That's okay. um, I, I loved it. Uh, I loved the pacing of the episode. Mm. Um, I love the fact that they revealed enough for me to kind of get my head around what's going
0: on. But
1: yeah. it, the episode ends, and I'm like, what whoa, what the whoa, fuck?
0: Whoa. Yeah.
1: Um, the music is. Exceptional, yeah, it's just
0: so good. We were watching it together, obviously, and uh, we were commenting on the fact that it's kind of like Night Rider like at yeah. times, very synthy. Uh, you know, I love this, ult- yeah, this sort of alternate earth vibe we're getting, futuristic but kind mm. of not futuristic, or electric same time. cars. Yeah.
1: But oh, hold on, why she got a pager? Mm. Yeah, so stuff like that, yeah, amazing, genius, yeah, um, littered with Easter eggs, yeah. And um,
0: we've got a little section later on, haven't we, John?
1: Yeah, so done some prep, yep. Yeah um just googled a lot of it to be honest but you know p- pick
0: my favorite ones so we were calling out a lot of them as the episode was going on yeah just to um, clarify stuff yeah
1: um but the long and short of it is uh or the john and gaz of it is it's a five bloob <laughs> yeah um <laughs> i loved it i absolutely loved it and uh and quite frankly like i'll tell you what made this a five bloob for me you know and gaz knows especially i hate time stamps. people yeah you know Four Um, four years later. Yeah. Eight Tuesdays later. No, don't put that on the screen. (laughs) Now, this has has a, a moment where someone gets pulled over. Yeah. And we know it's the future because a second ago, we've got like horses and carts and then suddenly a guy's got an electric car. Yeah. But guy gets pulled over. Now, it makes sense for the policeman to clarify what the date and time is. So without going right now, it's now. Yeah. Now it's present day. They've just, they've read the date out. Very Uh, true. Genius. Absolute genius. Five bloobs. (laughs) This is going to be the best TV series all year. Thanks very much and goodbye.
0: Mic drop. Gareth, coming to you next. Shonley, does not know the graphic novel, has very little affection for the film. Nothing. Um, Worthless human being, (laughs)
2: talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So that extra enthusiasm I just had. (laughs) I've lost that? Go on, mate! I love that. I love yeah. that. I love that. John's primarily giving this a five blue because a policeman gives the date. Like that's incredible. <laughs> I was he I, hates timestamps. So smart. I was a little bit worried at the start of of uh, of, of John talking there because because you said it was a difficult one. I was like, oh god, what did what do these two think of it? Because mm. I watched it and just thought. Well that's that's one of the best one of the best hours of television I've seen this year. Um Ooh. I loved it. I, I Ooh, we actually loved it. And what I should have been worried about when John started talking was that he was going to say all of the things that I wanted to say. Um <laughs> but totally agree like the pacing was just perfect and the world building was was excellent like from a a Shonley perspective um yeah you know there's there's a lot of weird things going on and things i obviously don't understand at this point but it didn't matter like um Mm. you know squid falling to the floor like everybody and it's just a normal thing it's like yeah okay i mean obviously i i understand how the the graphic novel ended even if i haven't read it but you know it, it doesn't matter that it's a it's a totally out there ridiculous concept it's like it just seems normal to them. And that's what I spoke about when we, we talked about the, when we previewed this is I mm. said, mm. it's not necessarily, it doesn't matter whether things are ridiculous or unbelievable. It's, it's how it's treated within, within the world that this is set. And, um, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's dealt with perfectly. It was, I saw, I saw it described this episode is really dense. And I think that's a good word for it. It's, it's like so full of so much. Mm. Um, and yeah. At the same time, they've they've built this entire world, and they've given you like loads of mysteries and intrigue to want to keep watching. And the music is amazing, and the characters yeah. are fucking cool. I I loved it. I just I can't wait. I can't wait for next week. Five blueberries. Ooh, there you go. Oh yeah. Boy, Here another we go. five. Here Hello. we go. Coming out. All oh, coming out for the for the pilot
0: episode. Jesus boys, I'm very impressed. ones coming out. I absolutely loved it as well. Um, I'm not gonna give it a five. And there's only one reason behind that, is just that I You wanted more time stamps. I, want to, I wanted more time stamps. No, I wanna <laughs> I wanna be taken somewhere else. Like, I think it's a great pilot. I think it was it did a very, very good job. Mm. Um and I loved everything in it. Um it's a very Lindelof style episode. The world building was, like you said, Gareth, so well done because it's subtle. Yeah. And it leaves you wanting more. And it reminded me of of the world building that he did in The Leftovers, uh, where certain aspects sort of won't get explained until much later on. And there'll be such a tiny reference to something that was like in the pilot. Mm. And then there'll be other times where it will never be explained. And that might annoy some people. um, But I love the fact that there's these little elements that just like, what the fuck was that? Mm. And then you sort of, oh, I get it. That's what that is. How have
1: they got white kids? Yeah, I, that's what you think. I did
0: you. I did shout that out yeah. during the episode. I was like, that doesn't make any sense to me. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's these little elements that are, and the squids, like we said. And I said, look, John, there's a little squid cleanup van. Yeah. I was like, that's it's great. Yeah, I just love cool. all of that stuff. Um, the main character, you know, Angela Bar, or Abar, sorry, uh, played by Regina King, she is awesome. Yeah, like she's great. Mm. When she just tooled up with getting her like outfit on, <laughs> um, unbelievable. You like seeing her get dressed? I absolutely loved it. Mm. Yes. Well, she was undressed at one point. Well, oh, yeah. So, well, yeah. Just yeah. saying. Um, but, you know, it, it filled me, the episode filled me with a sense of sort of dread at times. There were a lot of scenes that played out, quite drawn out scenes, like the dinner scene, uh, where the clock was ticking. I was like, oh, my God, something's going to kick off here. Mm. And it was that constant unease that I found very... Interesting, And yep. the whole episode had that feeling around it. Of It felt very claustrophobic to me. I don't know why. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it a four. And I cannot wait uh, for the rest of this season, to be honest. And I'm see, glad that we decided to cover it as a, as a podcast group. Yeah, no, that. Because it, it's a great-looking pilot.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. Um, and I could see why you would give it a four. But we are the three-minute men. Yeah. So we're obviously famous for blowing our load very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> we'll have nothing you know, left me and gaz
0: we'll have nothing c- left
1: clearly you know me and gaz are original Minutemen. yeah i don't know who you are
0: <laughs> and on that though we're gonna to go to a quick advert before we jump into the plot of episode one <sighs> we
2: are no one we are everyone and we are invisible
0: Hello, yes, just a quick uh, advert to tell you guys what's going on here at the Fan Critical Podcast Network. We are, of course, the Watchmen Watchers. If you are listening to us for the first time and you're enjoying the start of this uh, podcast, please do subscribe and please do Review the podcast whenever you get a chance. We're on iTunes and Spotify. So it'd be great if you could leave us a review or just subscribe. We'd really appreciate that as well. Mm. I want to talk about some other podcasts that we do here at Fan Critical. And a big one for us is Castle Rock Critical. Ooh. And this week, season two of Castle Rock on Hulu begins. This Wednesday, releasing three episodes. And we are doing a marathon watch and a marathon record to get all three episodes to you in uh, a day or two after those episodes have aired. Mm. So if you like anything to do with horror and mystery, kind of like a bit Lindelof-esque, the show is produced by JJ Abrams, who worked with Lindelof very closely on Lost. Um, then do check out Castle Rock on Hulu. It's a great Stephen King multiverse show, very scary and very interesting. Um, And if you'd like to support us further, we do have a Patreon account, don't we, John? We do. Patreon.com forward slash fancritical. If you go on there, you can decide to donate some precious, precious bucks to us. But you get rewards. What do you get, John? So you get access
1: to our Cast It episodes yeah. where we'll go, oh, I wonder what that film would be like yeah. if instead of humans, it was dogs. Yeah, You know, so that might be an episode. <laughs> You're going to have to pay some money to find out if it is. Yeah. You can't be annoyed if we don't have an episode where we've cast animals instead yeah, of actors. very good point. But I'm now thinking that might be our next episode. Could be. Um, if you want to spend a little bit more money, you can actually commission your own podcast yeah, or we,
0: yeah.
1: at the top tier... It can actually be in a podcast
0: yep and we've had a commissioned podcast we have a guest on a podcast mm. our, our patreon benjamin who's you know a great benji lad. benji, benji. Uh, so if you're interested in any of that please do check it out patreon.com forward slash fan and mm. now let's return to the plot of episode one of hbo's Watchmen. i guess we have ourselves a reckoning Alright then guys, shall we uh jump into the plot of this one? Yeah, might as well. Ripped it off Wikipedia, added some extra little pieces. Yeah. Here yeah, we yeah. go. Extra the usual. Mm. Uh during the Black Wall Street Massacre at Tulsa in 1921, <laughs> a black child lost his parents in the ensuing chaos and escorts an orphaned baby to safety.
1: Wow, you've skipped quite a lot there.
0: Yep. So let's talk about that as just a bullet point. So we open up the show with the sort of silent film that was being played, mm. right? And I was like, wow, this is an interesting start to the show. I did not see this coming in the slightest.
1: Well, I'm telling you now, that first 30 seconds, I was like, fucking hell, this is going to be terrible, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs>
0: I was very nervous. I was like looking across at you, like peripheral vision, like, oh my God, what does John think about this? It went on for a while. Yeah, it like, went on for a while. This is shit. But the thing is, it didn't, it tweaked for me after a little bit of time what was going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you gaz did you, what do you think about that opening in the silent little cinema theater
2: yeah i was a bit like this this is if this is the tone of the show then mm. then yeah it's concerning yeah. cuz you you imagine it's going to be a pretty serious show but if they're doing like a a little black and white movie with the um <clears throat> with that piano music it, it just sounds like it's mm. going to be slapstick and comedy and it would just it would just give mm. mixed messages about what the tone of the show is but yeah i think yeah i think pretty quickly enough they they take you into reality and it's like oh i see yeah. what is it's happening like, it's like but it's like what's yeah it's like what's going on
0: here i mean i didn't know about this event no um, this is what's this is know, what's crazy really that it's, much
2: like i i was reading up on it afterwards it's fucking mental, and and what's yeah. what's worse is that it just doesn't get mentioned in in history books. Like it's only been the last yeah. twenty years really that people have started to be like, mm. you know, this thing happened that we should probably talk about at some point. Um, they reckon like yeah. up to up to three hundred black people yeah. were killed in it. Um, the uh, the record says like thirty six or something, but it was probably up to yeah. ten times as many yeah it's mad yeah, yeah they could say they say that they they can't be certain of how many deaths there were and
0: and you know watching these opening scenes was actually very horrific. And there was even a plane dropping a bomb. And apparently that actually happened. Mm. Like there were actual planes dropping like little bombs and things. Very uh, like
1: gangs of New York. It was, it?
0: wasn't it? It was, it was horrific. The kids like Green. being carted away, bullet shots. And then he innocently just goes and looks out of one of these bullet yeah, what's holes. He thinking, <laughs> what <is> he <laughs> what's he thinking, man? What's he thinking? Uh, let's, let's just say now a little spoiler for the end of the episode, but he's certainly wised up any. Mm. So, well, yeah, you know, mm. that's what I'm saying. He's seen some mm. things. Um, Obviously, this is a link to maybe the main through line of the episode, um, which is the setting up of the 7th Cavalry and this idea of white supremacy, which is something we explored in the preview podcast. And uh, what did you think about the way that, and I mentioned the timestamp already, John, but Mm. the way we went to the present day and we had the the confrontation with the police officer and the member of the 7th Cavalry, which obviously ended in a disastrous way for the boy. Mm. Thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think, um, look, uh, the Watchmen film was not for everyone. Mm. Now, that's probably why I loved it, because it's so yeah. grim. This, like, first, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes uh, of the episode, they're kind of setting their stall out to yeah. say, look, this is the show. If you don't like this, you don't like this first 10 minutes, like, you, you're you done for the rest of the season, just mm. turn off. Mm. Um, it it made me uncomfortable and there's lots of the episode where i felt uncomfortable yeah, yeah um for sure and obviously they uh, they spin through to present day where even when there's a power shift in terms of uh the white guy and the black guy um there's still this moment where this black guy is being gunned down yes um but for for what reason who knows but yeah it was um Uh, it was interesting I again I I loved it Um, certainly not the first 30 seconds but after that it was just amazing Um, and and you just think like the set pieces of people getting shot uh, this plane that ends up bombing a fucking the building Mm. this is a TV show this is their first like 5 to 10 minutes of footage yeah Jesus man this is what I'm talking about when we when we look at HBO's yes television budgets. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. That's, that's what I felt.
0: I mean, and, and that's the thing. like They've gone all out here. Um, it's such an interesting decision to go to 1921 uh, mm. and then to almost 100 years later. I, I thought that was very interesting. A yeah. time period, 1920s, not ever explored in the Watchmen canon. Mm. Um, so I found it very, very interesting. But the, the, the fact that the police officer wasn't allowed to use his gun in this scene, mm. thoughts on that, Gareth, and the fact that weapons have been... Um, you know, not taken away from the police officers, but they're not allowed to use them now unless they get authorised permission from the force.
2: Mm. Yeah, that was really interesting. Um, so I, you wonder what that's in response to, I suppose, because um, at, at this point, because there must have been something that's that's happened that means they go, right, we're going to have to have some sort of centralised locking system here. It It would mm. be a little bit problematic, wouldn't it? I mean as we see in this in in this scene but what do they do if um, if they are just getting I mean this guy this guy does just about get his gun out a little bit too late but what if they're just being gunned down <laughs>
3: a
1: little bit too late yeah, yeah a,
2: little a
0: little bit, bit too late yeah. I mean when this hap- when this happened <clears throat> I was like he's definitely dead <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I was like what are you worried about yeah
0: and John literally said what are you worried about I bet he's alive cut to boy he's alive <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, who is You're this You were annoyed guy? as well. I was annoyed. I was like, that's ridiculous. He, yeah, but that, he didn't take one in the head. He pulled he off pulled off, off a piece of
2: lettuce 50. and said, what are you worried about? No, um, I found it very jarring that he was still alive. Can I ask, but I can understand I ask you two a question? That, you know, go on. About this scene. Yeah. This is, this is maybe uh, deeply political, but um, yeah. do you think it's problematic? Because I've seen some people online saying, hmm, not sure about this. The fact that they <clears throat> in this in, in this like illustration of, of um, race racial tensions, they've decided mm. to make they've decided to make you try and side with the police because that's the that's the black guy in this situation. And if it's a comment mm. if it's a comment on today's difficulties with police and uh, some of the racial issues that are happening there Is that a problem or is that a good way of presenting the issue? Or is this too heavy a question?
0: Very... Uh, No, but I like it. I like it. It did make me, you know, I was... I'm not going to lie if I said I wasn't thinking about those sorts of themes when I saw this scene going on. And I wanted to see... When you first hear the police officer's voice... I was like, uh, "Is he gonna? Is he gonna be a black police officer?" Mm. Um, and he was. And mm. then I was like, "Oh, okay." So they're playing. With...
1: Look how cool his voice was. Yeah, mm, but they're... clearly not going to be some <laughs> crappy white guy like
2: Tom. Well, hi there, Mister. Could I please see your <laughs> license and <of> registration?
1: Hey, <laughs> it, partner, that was a panda.
0: But, but it was. It um... was it, well, there is, a, yeah, there is a panda. So don't even fucking. <laughs> But um it it was very interesting. I I I see what's what you're saying Gareth and I'm sure there is some sort of commentary going on here that will probably be further well, explored later in the season. Well, um
1: but what do you make about the fact that the the other kind of social commentaries yeah. is on gun control in the US. Like, yeah, agreed. You've got a policeman that is unable to use his weapon yes. in the way that he wants to and yes. he ends up getting shot because of it.
0: Yeah, it does feel like this is, well, look, this is Cause, not... Because that's mm. the
1: argument, isn't it? Like, mm. if if you were to take away all legal firearms in yep. the US, and again, I'm not getting too much into, Politics. you know, political... Yeah. I'm just talking about what it might be saying. Yeah. Is that you take away the legal firearms, and yet the, 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 the good guy is almost killed by someone who's, I'm assuming, has an illegal firearm. Yes.
0: Mm. I mean, I don't think he's got a license for that one. Um, No, no, that's a very good point as well, John. Obviously, this is a... And this is the thing that I liked about the episode the most was the fact that we're getting this alternate Earth, this alternate timeline, Mm. um, where all of these crazy things have sort of been flipped on their head a bit or you're just Mm. getting random events. It, It starts off with the world building here, like we said, in an excellent way by already subverting our expectations on this scene and also, like you said, about the gun control. So Mm. very, very interesting alternate reality, uh, alternate Earth that we're getting here. Mm. I think we should crack on because we've got a lot to talk about. But very good question, Gareth. Um, Mm. And... Listeners, that is, you know, if you have any thoughts on anything we've said during this podcast, you can email us your thoughts Ooh. at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. That is fancriticalpodcast. At gmail.com or go on our social media channels. on Instagram, we're fan underscore critical. On Twitter, we're at pod and on Facebook, we are fancritical. Just let us know any of your thoughts, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can and read them out in maybe a little feedback mm. section depending on how much we get. yeah Good that. Yeah. Uh, let's crack also,
1: on. also um, the lettuce. Is an analogy for climate change, but we will only be talking about that on our Patreon. So yeah. if you want to yeah. give, give us, us a box. couple of bucks, we will explain how lettuce. Uh, in fact, no, let us move on. <laughs> oh,
0: God, <laughs> he's been waiting to say that all since he saw the lettuce at the start. Since the I saw the lettuce, yeah. I saw you scribble down some notes. Then I was yeah. like, you had a little chuckle to yourself. Salads. <laughs> okay, should we talk about how we get introduced? <laughs> to- <laughs> So we talk about how we get introduced to our main character, Angela Abar? Mm. Uh, she is obviously played by Regina King. Uh, she is giving a talk at school uh, about baking, which yep. is quite interesting. Right. Using the yolks to make this a little is, smiley face. Yeah, that yeah. Yeah. was
2: first Easter egg. That was arguably the coolest thing in this episode. You can suck up the yeah. the yolk with the little bottle. Yeah, that's incredible. And Gareth, this is this is the thing. Though. This is
0: the thing about Gaz. He um, can't cook. Won't cook. So, any sort of...
2: He's a TV show.
0: If you give him any sort of (laughs) education, like whisking,
2: or any like, he's like, what? Whisking? What is that? I didn't know you could use that. Whisking is a wonder of the modern age. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) It was very impressive, Gareth. I I will give you that. But I will say that this was, obviously, she's she's using this as cover, um, because we know that the police officers uh, from that opening scene are now... Wearing masks to hide mm. their identities. Yeah. She makes sense. Says as much here. It says there was an event that happened three years ago where she was shot, where several other police officers were targeted. And since then they've been wearing uh, masks White to night. hide their identities, protect yeah, to yeah, protect their families. Love that world building once again, just a little snippet of information. Yeah. Mm.
1: Um are we gonna are we gonna hear about White Knight again, do you reckon? hundred yes. percent
0: But I think I think we might even get a like a flashback to it. Mm. Um obviously Lindelof being involved with Lost and Leftovers loves a flashback. Yeah, uh, loves bottle episodes, which are also flashbacks. So mm. we could get a whole episode. I'm thinking maybe set three years prior. Mm. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if that did happen later on in the season. Um, he is a fan of that. So yeah, uh, I loved it. I loved her. I loved a little sass that she gave when
2: that kid was giving her a jip. Mm. Oh, that was good. Well, yeah. this and, was this was cool as well. This was another subtle little thing. He's like, was it paid for by Red for rations? Or you know, yeah, he says. Redford rations, basically. And yeah. And you don't know what that is. And mm-hmm. um but obviously it's an offensive thing to bring up because her son gets pissed off and beats him up. Which is cool. Yes, yeah. and
0: is cool. And, and obviously, we, we've talked in the preview podcast about how Robert Redford has been president for a long time now. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Nixon served like I think it was five or six terms as president. So he's mm. like a hero. And it seems there is this political divide within the nation between I think they called them Nixonites or Nixon Town and Redfordville or something like that. And there's, <laughs> no, but seriously, there does seem to be this divide yeah. in politics between these two presidents. Well,
1: there's that. There's the poster. In the classroom, isn't there? Yes. Like four, like, important presidents. Yeah. Um, obviously, Lincoln's one. Yeah. I, I actually forget who the other one is. Probably Washington. Mm. Uh, and then Nixon and then Redford.
0: Yeah. And yeah. interestingly here as well, when we hear about the backstory of, of Angela, she was born in Vietnam. Uh, mm. before vietnam became the 51st state of yeah. america gareth that's yeah, so cool yeah. you are a geography you're a geography teacher gareth yeah. and I, I know you, lo- you love like yeah, geopolitics um, and you've <laughs> never told me that vietnam was a
2: was an american state so no i'm obviously confused. a fraud i'm a total fraud um but yeah i cannot wait because <laughs> i'm i'll be visiting the u.s in april when i go to vietnam <laughs> Very yeah, good, just very good.
0: Also very good world building. So in this scene alone, mm. we've had three or four comments that just felt like natural conversation yep. that have just built the world up. And it's lovely mm. stuff. Lovely, subtle stuff. Mm. Let's go on to some more world building now. It was uh, Angela and her, you know, is it son or daughter?
1: What, the boy that... The boy, it's, a boy. No, it's <laughs> a boy. Yeah, it's a boy, <laughs> it's a boy yeah. yeah. Just got yeah, long the the hair, mate. Is, the boy, yeah, well,
2: is know, the boy her son or her
0: daughter? Um <laughs> 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 As the as Angela and the boy, the boy. are uh, yeah. leaving in the car, we see a storm approaching. Mm. Um, oh, can and I just say though? Lo and behold, the can I yes. just say?
2: Yes, you can. Her son's name. Her son's name is Topher. That's not a good name. Oh, oh yeah, that, that is a is so terrible lame. name. That is a bad name. Tofer. Mm. Um, because-
0: Any Tofas listening, we're sorry, we're just not a fan of that name. But uh, the heavens open and lo and behold, little baby squids rain down Mm. uh, upon the populace. Yeah. Thoughts here, John?
1: That's fucking disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, and to be honest, Mm. squid as a food, lovely.
0: Mm. I dislike it strongly. But what do you mean? Oh, he doesn't like like any
1: seafood.
2: seafood. He's one of them. Yeah, Yeah, he doesn't like anything. Yeah. He just likes lettuce. Yeah. Fucking racist. <laughs> no, cos... <'cause>, um, <laughs> it's easy. Do you get it? Cos, lettuce. Anyway. Oh, yeah. It's good. That's one. That's really good, that. Actually. Yeah, it's too good, if anything. Um,
1: it's, uh, it is disgusting to have to get out of your car and mm. <laughs> get your special squid... Squid brush out. Scraper
2: off. <laughs> squid scraper. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just like, right, get the squid scraper out. Um <sighs> Why? What do you mean? Why? It's squid <laughs> everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Sorry, I thought it was snowing. Well, uh, no, no. I use the other squids. Thing. Um, yeah, it's just weird, isn't it? I love it because it's like, oh, so that's the universe. If you haven't, if you hadn't already noticed that in the classroom there was a anatomy of a squid poster. poster
0: yeah. Um, And and we've talked about how the graphic novel ends and obviously um, Mm. that is with the teleportation of a giant psychic squid by (laughs) Ozymandias to bring about world peace. Yeah, Nathan. And I turned to you when this was going on and said, is this still being facilitated by Ozymandias and the Vite Corporation Mm. uh, to remind people of the threat of the squid maybe Mm. returning and trying to keep that sort of tenuous world peace that they've got going on? Mm. Or is it like a side effect that happened after they did that and now they can't stop it happening or something? I don't know. Um, but Damon Lindelof had this to say, which I thought you boys might find quite interesting about the squid storm. Yeah? Yours I is?
1: like squids. <laughs> They're funny. Uh, what's your guy's I told which? you not to
0: read my notes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said, I think that the idea at least in terms of how do most people feel about the squids, (laughs) is the way that Californians feel about earthquakes, where it's sort of like oh, the earth just shook, where was I? Mm. For me, it was more interesting to sort of say, could you ever get to a point culturally where baby (laughs) squids raining from the sky felt more like something that was just a nuisance than something that should be incredibly horrifying? Mm. Uh, And to that degree, I think it's interesting that you say fake news because we get so used to ridiculous stuff that it just stops feeling ridiculous to us and just becomes part of our day. It just Mm. becomes noise.
1: Oh, fake news. So Is that that reference to the fact that... The whole thing is fake. The squid thing was a fake. Yeah,
0: I mean, but we know that as viewers and people who read the graphic novel know it to be fake news. Seventh Cavalry, no. The Seventh Cavalry believe it to be true. And they do believe that, you know. So this is another interesting look at, like he says there, fake news. We've Hmm. already had some very interesting stuff, you know, gun control, racism, fake news. We're getting these very political issues.
1: Climate change.
0: Climate change with the lettuces as well. Yeah. Yep. So it's it's a, it's an <laughs> excellent start to the show. Um, you know, we meet the police chief, uh, Judd Crawford. Uh, cool guy. Cool guy. Uh, that he's calling for the retaliation uh, to hunt down the shooter of our of our boy at the start of the episode. Um, I will say that what and I want to ask you guys about this. Your thoughts on the the scene that we had, all the masked policemen sitting around, and we get yeah. introduced to some of our heroes, uh, <laughs> or who we believe to be heroes. Yeah um as they're watching this seventh cavalry video what mm-hmm. were your thoughts john
1: um i mean very cool scene yeah um I, I like all the shots of like the narrow hall yeah kind of creates that and obviously the lighting and stuff Yeah, I loved almost it. feels like it's not a police station but mm. like some kind of weird like lair. temple yeah a lair, like, like a, lair. Su- a superhero lair yeah, yeah. cult yeah mm. exactly um loved it loved the build up um and then obviously, you're like, oh, what's going on here? This is going to be, you know, serious little meeting. Are you yeah. looking around? Yeah. Uh, yeah. fucking guy in a panda suit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like looking at it. I was like, has John seen the panda in the background yeah. there? And I was like, yeah. And then then he goes, right. Are we going to use force? Panda, what's the rule on this? And then he cuts to Panda, and Panda's reading like yeah. the Fourth Amendment out or something. I was Judd's like, Judge's
1: looking at everyone. He's like, Look, this is really serious. And then he looks at the Panda and he's like, What are you
0: doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. What is he doing? There? So we've got all our heroes. Uh, you know, we've got Looking Glass. Uh, we've got Angela's one, which is called like Sister something. Sister like Night,
1: Budget, Deadpool,
0: Sister Knight. and then yeah. we've got, of course, Panda. Budget, uh, yeah, Budget, like Flash. When, got like fat. When, got, fat when, we got overweight,
2: yeah. ro- like Ukrainian Flash. It's like oh, I can, <laughs> alright, <isn't> I can <laughs> run, I can, uh, run a little bit faster than most men my age. <laughs> And then, of course, Panda. i having a go. Oh, Panda cracked me up because everyone mm. was like,
0: fuck off, Panda. And Panda was saying that but not pa- to but release Panda's, the guns.
1: Panda is so by the book. Yeah. It's like he's just pandering to the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, good.
2: Yeah? Yeah. Nah, bam, yeah. bam, bamboo, boo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh. No, but Panda, you know,
1: is the, he's the grey area, isn't he? Because, yeah, <laughs> it's black and white, so... <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, dearie me. Makes sense. Let's move on. Um, so as we've mentioned, Angela is called Sister Knight. Uh, she, as we said, is using the bakery story as a cover. Um, and she takes things into her own hands and has gone and like caught this guy from Nixonville or wherever the fuck they are. <laughs> um, and just brought her in, brought him in to be interrogated by her partner in crime, Lookingglass. He's who cool. wears a cool I, silvery mask. Yeah. I really like yeah.
2: Lookingglass because he, he, he looks like such a like backwards hick but he's a cool guy isn't he
0: no he's a really cool guy he seems uh, I love his accent yeah he seems very sort of <laughs> you know, it's cool it's got that sort of cool sort of Southern draw McConaughey vibe to it yeah 100% no, I get that,
1: but you know do you want to take him for dinner or something or? Oh, I'd happily
0: take him for dinner yeah yes. yeah fair enough yeah he's cool he, but he would look into my soul like he does with this man here in this interrogation pod um <laughs> Oh,
1: he would hundred percent he wouldn't need to sign up to Patreon to know your backstory. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh dear.
1: Just comes out and goes pervert. Oh
2: <laughs> Sexual deviant. Oh, but right, what anyway. what I like about him is that he he just he stays like he just sounds so calm the whole time. Like even yeah. when he, he's talking about the shooting incident and he's just like Yeah. Um there was a head of lettuce found in the officer's car, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> why is that? Why is that so normal? Like, why? Why is that not eliciting more of a like? For some reason, there was some lettuce. He's just like, I believe it was a a comment on climate change, and just, like just carries on with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about this
0: interrogation technique I was getting serious Blade Runner vibes mm. both the original and uh, Blade Runner 2039 um, 2049 2049 so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ten, L- years. No, Gareth, 10 years 10 years earlier not seen the, se- the-, the second one the first sequel <laughs> was 2039 <laughs> then it was 2049
1: it was Dull. nothing happens yeah nothing
0: happens <laughs> Um, No but I was getting some serious vibes like that you know Mm -hmm. where it's getting interlinked that sort of conversation they have in Blade Runner it's very similar here trying to elicit the dilation of the pupils which Mm. is massive in um, the original Blade Runner to tell replicants (laughs) apart Um, and this felt very futuristic to me. very obviously subliminal with all the imagery and it was very interesting about the questioning here so the questioning about do do you believe that an intergalactic squid is a hoax by the government that sort of questioning yeah very
2: cool um and that's the sort of thing that would be that's that is what people would think as well like you know the same sort of people that think Mm. landing on the moon was a hoax or that 9-11 911 yes. was an inside job like it's the same that would yes. it would fit into that category. There's there's one yeah, interesting question here that I just wanted to pick up on quickly. Um and it's when he says do you believe everyone should pay taxes? Um yeah. Did you have you found out what that means like why that's a valid question? Um No, tell us Gareth, Sure, Tell, tell I us will. What well, you're it ties in with the point that I brought up earlier, the Redford rations. Redirections, yeah, okay, um, and basically, what they, what people have have speculated, this means is that since Robert Redford's been in it's a ridiculous sentence, isn't it? Yeah. Since Robert Redford's been president, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess he's been in. I mean, Redford. to be fair, <laughs> it's more sensible probably than what we have at the moment. But um, since mm-hmm. Robert Redford's been True president, he has uh, he's basically said any. Um, uh, descendants of slavery um, in the U.S. don't have to pay taxes, and mm. that—that's oh, wow. why. Um, that's why. That's or that's why that kid su- suggests that the only reason Angela can afford to open her own bakery is because, basically, the government or the, the taxes are paying for it because she doesn't pay any. Yeah. So um, mm. that is why he asks. That's, him that's very interesting. If everyone it, yeah. should pay taxes. That mm. is very interesting. That's really good, actually. Yeah, and that's, I like that. That's really good. And I hope that, and that I, I guess this is
0: a bit of speculation in this, in in that regard. But I, it would be very interesting to see if that gets revealed a bit later on. So,
1: I mean, are they saying that the only reason that Robert Redford is president in this world is because they can use his surname in a reparations pun? Correct. That is mental. That, if that's true, <laughs> so he's not going to appear then.
0: No, he's not going to appear. Uh, that's devastating. I mean, you
2: never know. Let's let's never say never, but yeah, you they, know, they could just, have picked. They could have picked that <laughs> other actor, though, couldn't they? Tony Referation. like he would have been sensible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. good. Um, so
0: obviously, Looking Glass establishes that. This this guy is with the uh, the 7th Cavalry. Mm. Angela says, you know, we've got to break him down a bit. She takes him into a room, does some things. We don't see what happens in there. But it sounded very violent. Tickles him.
1: Tickle him, tickle, tickle him, tickle him, tickle him. 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 Um, oh, my kids will see it those. Did
0: sound <laughs> <laughs> it did sound very violent. And she comes out and just goes, cattle ranch. Mm. Cut to the force. She's at- guessing. She's guessing, yeah. <laughs> uh, cut to them attacking the cattle ranch. And you get this, what actually is a very visceral disgusting at times mm. assault on the 7th cavalry hideout <laughs> yep. where they get busted immediately oh alarm's gone off they're here mm-hmm. they're obviously sorting through these watch batteries which i'm sure once again will get more information about as, as the mm. season goes on yeah um they just load up this i don't know if it's a 50 cal or a 30 cal whatever this gun is <laughs> it's just mental uh, and yeah. starts ripping through the cattle a mm. killing brutal mort- it is brutal um mm. Very cool, though, because you're getting like the you getting Angela and the others using the cattle as shields. And yeah, there's, there's, there's... cowards. <laughs> oh, good king. should it should have just moved Move a bit on. quicker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah, milking it now. Oh, <laughs> come on. What's the other? What's the other point?
3: Uh,
2: that's right. it that's all we've got there. that's all we've got let's, let's, there's more I think let's leave it at that nah that's yeah. nah, gone enough horseplay well <laughs> don't well, move on to there's no horse we di- well we're not doing that scene yet we
0: di- <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, they basically they two of these guys get away in a plane after Angela's had a little wrestle with one and one has used cyanide or something like cyanide similar mm-hmm. to how the, the, in the Watchmen film yep, the same the thing happens who, that he tries to get Ozymandias. Um, yeah and basically, we know that that was a plant and he was actually hired by Ozymandias. Mm. So it'd be interesting to know if that's a link or a correlation in any way, shape or form. Yeah. The cyanide and yeah. Ozymandias. Mm. Um, but two get away on a plane. And as they're getting away, we find out that obviously Judd and the lady who I didn't actually catch the uh, her character's name. Uh, but they're in the what we believe to be the owl ship. Mm. Uh, and they track it down, flame it. Yeah, and then they crashed down, um, mm. and I was like, "They're definitely dead."
1: I was like, "No, they're not." I
0: was like, "Why are you so worried about this guy dying? He's definitely going to be fine." Yeah, I was like, "This guy's dying all episode." I was like, "I'm just fear for Judd here."
1: Well, he got out of the ship, yeah. and then you
0: went, "What are you nah, about? Nah, look,
1: they're, they're <laughs> laughing, and that he's going to get shot now. I was like, "Can you just chill out?"
0: Yeah, I told you, I was on edge so for this, gonna this gonna whole episode. Shot, he's going to get shot. I was on edge,
2: and then yeah, John and then said, the you like, "This guy is not going <laughs> to die." He's definitely not going <laughs> to die.
1: So he's 100% going to be fine because he hasn't done that scene yet. Yeah. And then he does that scene. I was like, ah, oh, he's oh, dead. Yeah, he's
0: definitely dead. <laughs> uh, so I just wanted to say that this, this isn't the owl ship that we know. Um, this is... Uh, from what the reports are saying and what Lindelof's been saying, (laughs) this report's Lindelof, he's been saying that the police have actually harnessed this technology and that basically they are using it now for themselves. Mm. So it's very interesting. It's just obviously, once again, a nod to... The original canon. Mm. Um, we speculated a lot during the the, the previews for the show and the trailers that it was the owl ship, but it's not. Mm. Um, so after the shootout, they <laughs> will have dinner, which is the scene that you were referring to. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, aren't we all okay? We're all fine <laughs> now, <laughs> definitely. Let's do a sing-song. Definitely knew that was going to be mm. a bad moment, and we haven't talked about Angela's husband, who I did notice from Black Mirror, John. And yep. moonlight, good yeah. show. Fantastic yeah. actor, mm. fantastic, fantastic yeah, yeah. actor. He he is he is awesome. Uh, I will also say he's ripped. That mm. boy is shredded. Mm. Um, well, we see that because he sees Bam later, don't we? We do. Very good, peachy. Yeah. Very peachy. Ripped. Mm. Very ripped. Uh, so I want to talk now about Ozzy Mandius um, because we see Jeremy Irons. I have mm. to say. Um, I know this show is going to be quirky and I know there's going to be things in it which make no sense. Not only is that something that I think the Watchmen (laughs) universe does, I think it's something that Lindelof does a lot. Like Mm. Leftovers, some stuff made no sense. Lost, some stuff made no sense. Mm. you just got to roll with it, okay? Um, This Ozymandias introduction, bizarre. Mm. Um, Amazing. Me and John were just looking at each other going, what is, yeah, interesting. Gareth, can we ask you a question because, (coughs) uh, and listeners, and let us know what your thoughts are. Are his two servants robots?
2: Yeah, this was so <laughs> weird. It was so weird. I loved it. Do you know what it reminded me of um have you ever watched Twin Peaks? Um Yeah yeah. yeah. It reminds me of a vibe. Twin Peaks a um like scene when <laughs> when, he, mm. when he gives him when he's like, Would you like to cut the, the cake? Horseshoe. Would you like to cut the cake yourself? <laughs> and he, and he's like, This is a horseshoe and he's like, Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Would a knife be better? <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Why is he giving him a horseshoe? Yeah. I thought it was going to like... I don't know. And what the fuck is that cake? What mm. is that cake? What, what is it? It like used honeycomb, bizarre, it? so that explains it. Um, it. It was really weird. I don't know whether they're robots or whether they're mm. squid people or something. I, I don't yeah. know. be
1: squid people.
0: Well, clones.
2: Yeah, clones is another one. I mean, he
0: is extremely intelligent and that is the thing about Ozymandias. He is... Arguably one of the only other watchmen other than Dr. Manhattan, who is a superhero in a way, because mm. his, his brain and also his combat skills were <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. Um, you know, we saw that during the film and we know that in the graphic novel that mm. no one could beat him, even yeah. if they wanted to. Only, only Dr. Manhattan, because he can just vaporize anyone. Well, against <laughs> uh, very good. Um, but I loved Jeremy Irons here. I think he brought a such weight to the character already, just well, his voice and his sort you of... You
1: say such weight. Yeah. He's quite gaunt.
0: He is, but his voice, you know... I mean, he is anyway, but uh, yeah. like, if he was sitting there and he was ripped, I'd be yeah. like, what's happened here? But he wasn't in bad, Nick. I no, mean, he's all right. He's know, doing all
1: right. He's doing all right.
0: He's getting a lovely little massage of his thighs, mm. chafing from his horse riding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was just it was just bizarre and I'm happy if we just get little doses of Ozzy throughout mm. each episode until yeah. he really becomes a main player, obviously, maybe later on in the um, in the season. I don't
1: like, think he's gonna appear again in the entire season.
0: Could you imagine that? <laughs> it would just be like, What is this? Post credit scene, maybe. Oh well, yeah, could be. Um okay, so let's talk about the, the end scene and, and um and our thoughts on that because obviously Lindelof is a mystery man. He loves mystery box formula, and we're getting some mystery box stuff here. Mm. Um, Angela gets a call from someone, and this is after Judd after doing cocaine and now deciding to go to the hospital to see the police officer who has apparently woken up from a coma. Mm. Um, gets his tires blown out, and then Angela gets a call saying you need to come to this tree somewhere. Mm. Uh, don't bring <laughs> don't bring a gun. Don't I mean don't wear a mask. Mm. Um, she turns up there. And what does she He's see? Like,
1: Why have you bought a gun? You are, yeah. you didn't say that. You yeah. just said don't wear a mask. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah.
0: No. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and we see that he, Judd boy's dead. Dead boy. Yeah. And Why are you calling him dead boy? Dead boy, Judd boy. And uh, <laughs> and uh, who's, who's at the Judd base of the fine. tree? Who's at the be- who's at the base of the tree? But it's the um, just, it's yeah. the boy from the start. And yeah, yeah, little fella. And we not only did we. Call it earlier, John, because we did. We saw him talking to Angela earlier in the episode, mm. outside the bakery where she entered to get her to get her superhero gear. Yeah, um, and what we said, and we said, that's the kid. Oh come on, um, that's obvious. Say? That's
2: of course it's the kid.
1: Yeah, all right, chill out, chill no, out. I mean, yeah, look we're look just saying.
2: Lens, lens,
1: there was twenty-five other people in this room that were well, like, "Now nah, that's not the kid." Yeah, yeah. they were like, <laughs> well, "Definitely we think not." It is.
2: What are you doing are... in here? Uh, go on, then. But... Go on. <laughs> wank each other off it's just it's quite obvious
1: <laughs> alright well I'll stop wanking you off then but so but what does he say he says uh, do I look like I could lift 200 pounds mm. that's what he says yeah and obviously later on he, he must he must do because I reckon Judd is about 200 pounds 180 Very good 180
0: odd John on. mm. yeah I love that well um, imagine
1: that as he come back well he's about 180 pounds
0: so, so, <laughs> so you 200. said
2: 200 <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, um, it was a very interesting end to the episode. You know why? Why was Judd killed by this boy? There's so many things. Well, not well, boy now; he's an old man. But he's an old man. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of things that we need to we need to we need to figure <laughs> out here and di- and dissect. But the way that the the shot is a one shot at the end, which goes up down the noose or whatever, and focuses on the badge as mm. blood drips onto it, just as it did the comedian's badge. Mm. Lovely stuff. Classic that is how you do little easter eggs Mm. and we will talk about easter eggs in our own comic corner section but that is a fantastic way to end this episode isn't it john it was brilliant um i
1: mean we were sitting here watching it we be like well come on can hurry up and get the blood dripping on this little badge (laughs) get it on there and then it happened and we were like yay Yay. (laughs) yeah because we are pathetic
0: depressing people
1: pathetic children yeah Oh,
0: terrible two
1: bloobs. Um, <laughs> but it landed, and we were like, "Yay, five bloobs." Yeah. So, yeah. Um, brilliant ending. Brilliant episode. Um, any other thoughts, Gaz, before we crack on to Comic Corner?
2: Just interesting again on the the racial tension thing. Um, you know, having a a black guy lynch a white man, I suppose is is symbolic and um maybe a statement of something yeah sort. it's just it's, it's interesting it's obviously
0: a statement but it's just interesting because it's like well and john you alluded to this potentially that that judd was actually a bad guy maybe potentially mm, yeah um and that could be a way that his character goes I, I i think we might see more of this character in flashbacks um later on in this season but uh it would be interesting to see if that is a is a motive behind it um there's obviously a lot going on here that more than meets the eye and and i'm very very interested after this fascinating ending to see how it plays out over the next coming weeks and episodes Mm. um but yeah i think it's time that we move on to comic corner and uh hand you over to john after the musical jingle
1: hello there um welcome to comic corner Uh, i can't believe i'm presenting this to be honest Yeah, yeah You know, uh, Comic Corner, you need to be prepped. Yeah. Lots of prep. Lots of prep. Which is the opposite of what I like doing. He
0: doesn't have notes usually. So There
1: are bucket loads of Easter eggs and some w- which we've covered already. Um, but I have a list, so I'm going to go over them anyway. Yeah. Uh, I've picked my favourites. Faves. Um, because again, I mean, this could go on for ages. Mm. And look, we don't want this to be longer than an hour.
0: And it won't be. Might
1: be. Could be <laughs> um, right, so I'm going to go through these. And, yeah. and Gaz, I mean, some of these might go straight over your head. His little head. Um, but I would like sure. a lot of stuff does well, go over my down. head
0: when you when you yeah. literally when you speak, it just goes straight over. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. of the height. Yeah, yeah.
1: like that yeah, little yeah. sign at yeah. like Legoland. Uh-huh. Anyway, so um, first first reference. So Bass Reeves. Yeah. Um, he's actually a real life marshal? That's pretty cool. Isn't that is it? cool. Um. So the first black marshal uh, west of the Mississippi River. Now his his look, Len. Who who does he look like?
0: Hooded. Uh, Hooded Night John. Uh,
1: Hooded. Well, almost. Hooded Justice. Hooded
0: Justice. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm so... getting Sister see, because I, I was going to say <laughs> Sis, Sister Knight is also the outfit that she wears is extremely similar. I yeah. think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Whatever. But we're talking about okay. Hooded Justice, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Hooded Justice. <laughs> so and anyway, Knight, yeah. straight over so, Len's head as well. well so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a ride that both of you are not allowed to jump on. <laughs> um, so, so Hood of Justice, obviously one of the original uh, Minute Men. Yeah, not uh, one, of one of us. Men, not kind of he's you. not in our group.
2: No, 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 no way.
1: No, no they're, they're he's a part of the good Minute Men. Yeah, uh, whereas we're the pathetic ones, mm. uh, the mini Minute Men, as we were referenced once. Yeah. Um, the Minute Men make an appearance uh, once more. So there's apparently. So I guess this is supposed to be American Crime Story.
0: You mean like the anthology
1: series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, American so like American Horror Story. The O.J. Simpson yeah, thing. Yeah,
0: Um, The
1: Versace. Yeah. The Assassination of. And Horror Story and then Hero Story. Correct. Yeah. So they've got American Hero Story and it's uh, the upcoming season is about the Minutemen. Um, but for some reason, uh, Hooded Justice, I mean, it looks like they're putting him as the main character of that yeah, group. Yeah, it does. But he is no. it's
0: not the best one. Definitely not. No. But I'm a big Mothman fan.
1: I wonder if he's <laughs> going <laughs> to...
0: Yeah. Uh, well, you would be. Yeah. Um,
1: we get Dr. Manhattan on uh, on Mars.
0: Tearing yeah. down a little castle. What's he doing what? there? Um, he's, build, he's, just, he's building sandcastles. And met them destroying.
1: So bored. Yeah. What is he doing?
0: Well, it's interesting because in the film, obviously, we see these crazy glass carbon structures that he makes. He's moved on. He's moved on just to sandcastles, it looks like. He's just <laughs> bought he's gone back to basics. Yeah. What's he doing, man? Um bit weird to see him so early, I think. Uh I love the fact that we see him in just like a news report though. I absolutely love that. Um mm. just and the same like you mentioned with the with the American hero story, we see just it as an advert, as you know, when Judd's coped off his head back at home. <laughs> um we just see it as an advert and that's the sort of subtle stuff that I love. Um so Mm. More, more of that please. Yeah. Um
1: we obviously get lots of references to the giant squid and yeah, boy. again squid, we've squid. we've referenced that before, but that's a comic book ending and not a film ending. Yeah. So it's nice to see them really hammer home that point in this.
0: Oh yeah, they've they've definitely gone with that as the as the canon, yeah. which I'm happy so,
1: with. So we've got the classroom poster, uh, we've got the squid rain. Squid rain. Um there's also a newspaper article that reveals the headline Boyce Squid Shower destroys homeless camp, kills two. So it's not just limited to to Tulsa; mm. um, it's a worldwide phenomenon.
0: I would be so interested it's to find out if Boise. Is Boise?
1: Boise? Yeah.
0: Where's Boise, Gaz? Idaho, isn't it? Where's Boise? I think it's Idaho. Yeah, it's somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, I just find it so interesting. What is this squid storm? And I know we mentioned it: side effect or continued plan by Ozymandias potentially in the White Company. Interesting stuff.
1: Mm. And then obviously the crappy little squid cleanup team. I love but... the
0: squid cleanup team. <laughs> that is awesome.
1: Well, I don't know. Is it that would be a very smelly job? I'd, I'd imagine that would be worse than like being in the sewers.
0: Yeah. Uh, but
2: Len well, stinks though. anyway. So, yeah. Wow. Unbelievable.
1: Um, we've already covered it, but Vietnam is the 51st uh, American state. Yeah. Now, obviously, Dr. Manhattan just crushed the Vietnamese. Yes, um, yes. And they all worshipped him like a god. They did. Um And he obviously got bored and went to Mars and started building sandcastles. <laughs> so so <laughs> you know, there you go. Each to their own. <clears throat> in uh, in the comics and in the film, at points we get Rorschach. He carries around a sign that says "The End Is Nigh." Yep, and that's um, like
0: where he's like stalking people, pretend to be a homeless person. Yeah, correct. Yep.
1: Um, but there's uh, there's a guy in this episode carrying a very optimistic "the future is bright"
0: sign. Oh, mm. very good. So I liked that. I didn't actually notice that one.
1: Yeah, it was good. Yeah,
0: yeah Lovely that.
1: Angela's password. Do you remember what what the number was that she used?
2: Um, was it Angela loves? No, it's no, a number. It's a number. So no, it's, it's a already number. a number. Four. Yeah. Good start. Was it four? <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: It was four. No, it wasn't four. Uh, it was 1985.
2: Oh, yeah. Now, oh, very good. Good year. Do you
1: want to have a guess at what that what that was, Gaz?
2: That was the year after you turned 20. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's good that yeah. Um, but that it was, was when also also the Len?
2: movie it's was set.
0: when the graphic novel came. No, yeah, well, yeah. It's when the, the graphic novel and the, and, and the time of of the original Watchmen was set. Yeah, that's I will start.
1: accept Len's answer there. Yeah, yeah.
0: lovely little Easter eggs. And that's what it's about, Easter eggs, guys.
1: Yeah. Uh, Adrian. Vite or Veid. Um So he says to his weird robot servants. They're
0: definitely robots. They're definitely by the way. robots.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, put the horseshoe away. So he says he's writing a play, mm. and the name of the play is The Watchmaker's Son. I'm going to impress you here. Now, can I impress
2: you? Oh, you, do, you on, know, you do you know? Do you know do Yeah. And I'm going to tell Go you what that is in relation to. Oh God! Well, here yeah, it comes. I mean, that's
1: the point of the, the Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but
2: I'm going to show off that I understand. Get on this. with it. Doctor Manhattan <laughs> was a watchmaker's yeah. son, wasn't he? Before he became yes. Doctor Manhattan.
3: Well,
1: yeah. I mean, Doctor Manhattan before Doctor Manhattan, Manhattan yeah. no, he's uh, John Osterman. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was the watchmaker's son.
0: He got, he got the general gist, though.
1: Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some and credit, then eh? he got, he got. Then he fell over and bumped his head, and he became Doctor Manhattan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've turned blue. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to build oh, as.
1: Yeah, so no. I've got one more for you, Gaz. Oh, Gaz, you'll like this
0: one, mate. Okay. This is a good one. You'll really like it. Is it a geography one? Unfortunately, unfortunately, one. N-
1: no, 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 no. 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 Um, but I'd imagine, you know, as a teacher, you, you know, you're always going on about Latin. You love Latin, don't <laughs> you? You love it. So, right.
0: Carpe Diem.
1: So, yeah, it's not that. <laughs> so the motto of the police force is, and I'm going to butcher Latin. Nah, so any of it, our mate. Uh, Latin listeners, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Julius Caesar's switched off now.
2: He's had enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god.
1: Um, so now he turned off at the uh, the lettuce puns, <laughs> right? I'm going to give it a go. So, uh, keys custodiat ipsos custodi. Yeah, so what, what does that translate as, Gaz?
2: Go on, Gaz. I understand. Um, he who looks after is looked after. Ooh, nearly? No. Protected. So it's protected. Uh... He who protects is protected.
1: <laughs> nah. Correct.
2: No, it's not. Close though. So
1: it's actually who it's actually who watches the watchman. No. There you go. That is there. That's good. Yeah. 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 That is the yeah. Latin.
0: No, it's it's good. so that, good, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah and that is a lovely little Easter egg it's and a-, a lovely little tie-in mm. to everything. I know. Perfect, isn't it? I'm just so happy with the Easter eggs already.
1: Such good Easter eggs. Well I'm, done. Hap- I'm Well, happy- done, well, well done, John. Well done, John.
0: <laughs> we did call a couple of those out. My favourites ones ones today were the squids. I love seeing everything to do with the squids. The irony. Um, you know, little squid creatures. Plenty loved mm. it. And that has been Slugs. Uh the Watchmen Watchers covering the very first episode of HBO's Watchmen. Mm. I want to thank everyone for listening. I would like to say if you have enjoyed this and you're listening to us for the first time, please do uh, review and subscribe, of course, to this channel. And just to say, we have a main hub called Fan Critical. You can Mm. search for it on iTunes or Spotify or any podcast app. And that is where all of our content is released. We don't just do this. We do other films. We just did Joker (laughs) quite recently. Brilliant. Uh, and that was brilliant. We'll do a few more. <laughs> do some more of these. We've got, you know, the Castle Rock Show coming up. So there's lots of stuff mm. going on. If you do want to sponsor us further, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash fan and give us your bucks.
1: Right. I have to say. Yes. Now, Len has his his Mac open. Yeah. And go it's just randomly just spitting out words. It with is. What it means. Yeah. Now, it's very, it's so off-putting to just out of nowhere just see the word. Enigma.
0: We just had curmudgeon, which was a very grumpy... Curmudgeon was on there, Curmudgeon, yeah. and it was while John was talking, <laughs> and I was pointing at the screen going, because a curmudgeon is a very bitter, like, grumpy pathetic man. Pathetic's just
1: come up. <laughs> That's mental.
0: Pa- <laughs> this is genuine. Um, so you're curmudgeon, I'm pathetic. Yeah, well, um, soccer. The, next, word, the word?
2: next word's me, whatever it comes out with. Uh, uh, Conterminous. Conterminous. That is perfect. Uh, which is... Sharing a
0: common boundary. So show. there you go. So that's how we're finishing this. I've <laughs> always said that. I've always said that about myself. Uh, yeah. He does like to share common boundaries. Uh, but <laughs> thank you so much for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll be back next week for episode two of what is you know is shaping up to be a fantastic, fantastic show. Uh, I want to thank John. Cheers, mate. I want to thank uh, Gaz. Thanks, mate. Uh, we are the Three Minute Men, uh, <laughs> and we will be watching The Watchmen. Good night. Good night.